Hey y'all, welcome back to She's My Person. Ellen and Jenna here. We are on episode two of season six, which is so crazy. I can't believe this is like our 23rd episode (laughs) overall. We really just created this. We would have an excuse to talk to each other every week. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It's been pretty nice. So uh, I think we'll keep up with it. But yeah, we are just, today we're going to dive in. We're going to shift a little bit. We've been kind of in like sports and love and things like that. Today we're just going to start to talk about feelings, but more than that, about the fact that life isn't black and white. And I think we're so quick to give labels to things. We're so quick to judge relationships and careers and decisions against a standard that I don't know about you, but I have no idea who created them. And I think so often when we're judging someone else's life or we're looking at decisions that they're making, we're measuring it up against a standard that we don't even hold ourselves to. Like if we're being honest with ourselves, what we're telling them to do, we probably struggle with on a daily basis. And I think that humbleness is something that we can always improve on. So we're just going to share a little bit about moments in our life where that's shown up, how it's, I feel like for both of us, it's something that we've become increasingly aware of, especially within the last year. So we'll share a little bit around that and how it shifted, even how we give each other advice and how we show up for the people in our world. So yeah. Yeah. I just love all that because I feel like no matter what situation you're in, there is a standard on it. And, you know, obviously everyone's different. And it's, it's funny whenever you think about all the standards we're held to in general in life. It's like you have to follow all these roles or you have to follow a certain look or act a certain way because everyone else does it. And it's like, that's not, I mean, it's unrealistic to think everyone's going to have the same perspective and the same outlook on multiple different situations. So I think, I mean, I just think this is such a great topic because it's something that I probably didn't start to realize until maybe like high school is when it started to hit me, which is probably even earlier than a lot of people. I think for for my sake, it started really standing out whenever two big things happened. One, my boyfriend at the time was playing the field, I guess, to say it lightly. And he was talking to other girls and just wasn't really being much of a boyfriend. But for whatever reason, I still was going through it and wanted to be with him. And I think once that happened, I was able to step outside of the situation and be like, you know, I would never, never tell a friend to go through this. Like, obviously, whenever someone from the outside's looking in and they're like, why would you, why would you put yourself in that situation? Or why would you want to be involved with someone like that? It's easy to say it. But when you're in the actual relationship, there's all these weird reasons that keep you tied to it. And and sometimes you might in your head not even want to be in the situation, but there's this weird pull and and maybe it's a lesson, maybe it's that it'll work its way out. But I think that and then just being injured and dealing with different things like that, there were there were decisions that I made throughout my injuries too that I think I look I had an outlook on how people go through adversity and, and other situations that I probably wouldn't have had if it weren't for going through it myself. Yeah, I I agree. And I think The biggest thing that stands out too is we're so quick to spout off like you deserve better or why the hell are you putting up with that or, (laughs) you know, remove yourself from the situation or, you know, why would you choose that career because it only makes X amount of dollars or, you know, it's just like we're so quick to say things to people without understanding that their heart isn't the same as ours. No one's is. And so, you know, if they're choosing to stay in a relationship and I am literally living proof that when you choose to stay and fight, there can be a beautiful love story that unfolds from that. So I just, I, in the last year realized I will never say that to a friend that they deserve better. I'm not the one laying down next to that person every night. I don't know how they feel about them. I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship. I know what they choose to tell me. And we also have to realize that to a lot of people, 
especially when you're in a close friendship with someone, they're coming to you to vent a lot of times and they need a safe place to say things. And maybe they don't even mean half the shit that they're saying. And so, you know, I've also been trying to be really cognizant of making sure I'm not throwing past things in their face and and doing, doing that whole song and dance of like, well, you said this and you said you were done now. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's their life and it's their decisions. And you have the right to not be a part of their life if that's not what you're choosing to do or it doesn't align with your values. But you don't have a right to judge them or to look at their decisions and tell them how they could have done better. Because when we all look in the mirror, there's so many points in our life where we could have done better and made different decisions. But it's like, we're not, we're not actively doing that every day. Nobody is perfect. And I feel like when we go to give advice, we just assume it's like, we're like, well, we're, we're in a great relationship and we measure against the standard. And this is like the way that it is. And it's like, we try to tell this story when in reality, very few love stories are traditional. And I'm a strong believer in the very best ones often have to go through the most trial and tribulation. And on top of that, it's the same thing with career. It's the same thing with friendships. I mean, Elle and I have been through hell and back. We've experienced loss. I mean, she held me sitting outside of the funeral home after I lost my grandma, which is still the hardest thing I've ever had to go through to this day. My sister just had open heart surgery last week. Like it's not this pretty picture where everything is exactly how life tells you it's going to be. And so I just, I feel like being someone's friend is acknowledging that there's hills and valleys and it's choosing to be there for them in whatever way that they need you in that time, knowing that they're going to turn around and do the same. And judgment just doesn't really have a place in that. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything for the friendship. And it honestly makes the other person feel really bad about themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. And I think there's a difference too, between talking through the situation and judging the person. Like I, I have no problem coming to you, Jenna, or coming to anyone and talking to them about something that I already know going into it isn't ideal. Like, you know, going into the situation, this isn't necessarily how it should be or whatever it should look like. But if you're able to have that talk and explain why you're in the situation or what your feelings are, and even if the person can't fully see it or understand it, at least don't make them feel like they're stupid or, or put them down for being in the situation. Because right there, you're going to turn that person's emotions off and they're not going to come back to you with anything and they won't trust you with it either. It's going to, it becomes a weird cycle of both of you kind of walking on eggshells because one feels like you shouldn't be in this situation. The other one still wants to be in it, but they're not going to talk to you about it. And it, it ends up being unhealthy both ways. Or if that person isn't able to lose the person, if they're mad enough about them being in the situation, a lot of times they'll go against what they truly want. And down the road, that's going to affect your relationship reverse. Yeah, well, exactly. And the, I, I think the biggest point, you know, as we begin this conversation is understanding that there isn't one right way. So even if Elle is choosing to do something, which of course, like in my gosh, we've been friends for over a decade. Like, of course, we've both made decisions that maybe at the time one of us didn't understand, but I'm not her. And there isn't, there isn't one right way to do something. So for me to say, well, this is the way and you're stupid if you do this and like to put her down and judge her when that might be my way, but it's not her way. And so, you know, I think we've just been so conditioned to believe that life is black and white. And it's like, there's this way to love and there's this way to marry. And there's this life trajectory that you should have babies by this age and have this kind of career. And if you're a woman, you can't work too hard because you also got like, there's just so many labels and so many subconscious conditionings that we grow up believing that we start to measure the people around us and ourselves against that standard. And that's the other point in this. It's like, even if you're not doing it with people in your life, I know for me, there's been times where I'm like, well, I'm supposed to be doing this because that's what the world tells me to do, but this feels right. And it's like, 
you know, I just sometimes wish that we could drop all of that. I think it's why we still live in a divided nation. I think it's why we struggle so hard to be kind to one another. I think it's why there's so much judgment. It's like we have grown up believing that there's one way. And, you know, if we don't follow that one way, something about us is wrong or different and that we should be ridiculed for that. And so much self-hatred and also so many relationships and friendships get ruined. And so many people don't follow their dreams, like the things that set their heart on fire because people tell them, well, that's too hard and you should do this instead. And it's like, who am I to tell somebody if they want to fly to the moon that they can't do it? You know, it's like, it's like, in my opinion, if my best friend's telling me she wants to do something, my only job is to support the hell out of her. And I just, I think that, of course, I fall short of that. We all do. But I think sometimes we forget how natural it is to enter with judgment instead of entering with understanding, because that's the world that we live in. That's the social media world that we exist in. And so I think it's almost natural sometimes for that to be what we lead with. And I think that goes along with even naturally judging yourself then too. Like not only are you judging others and trying to hold them to this unrealistic standard, but then in turn, internally, you're going to sit there and be like, well, I have to do this because that's what everyone thinks I should be doing or everyone, everyone else is doing it that way. So I'd be weird if I didn't do it that way. And then you start going against this brain that you're really not genuinely going to be happy if you don't do what you want to do. Because there's so many things in the world that you can go out and do. There's so many relationships that whether it's a friendship or love or whatever it is that could go in all different directions because everyone's so different. But if you stick to this blueprint and you think that you have to follow all of these steps, you're going to end up in this monotonous road of just not really being truly happy and probably not doing what you're really meant to do in life because you, you played it safe or you you listen to someone telling you that, oh, you, you need to go to college and you need to get this degree. And then when you get the degree, you got to get a job and then get married. Like, I mean, it's you hear it so much. And it, it even for me, like I haven't had a serious relationship or I haven't brought anyone home to my parents in a while. And people that you know will be like, oh, well, are you dating someone? Oh, well, are you? And, and, and a lot of times that's just casual conversation, but you can tell that it follows with, well, what is she, is she going to start like looking at getting married soon? Like what, what's her plan? And it, you don't have to have a plan. Like there really doesn't need to be this crazy plan or this like whole thing figured out. Exactly. My mom always said growing up, it was important to her that we always learn the hard way. And like, she meant that with love, but it was like, you know, she could tell us this decision is going to impact you negatively. And, you know, she led by example and gave us a safe place to come home to. And she was always which is probably the one quality out of everything else that I hope to embody for my kids someday. But she always was there for us to talk to, even if what we were going to tell her was going to disappoint her because she knew that if we didn't feel safe, that that would create an environment that would cause us to do way more wrong. And so in that, I realized how important it was for me to learn lessons the hard way. And I can give you countless moments where she you know, would give me her advice and I went the opposite direction. And a year later, I was like, damn, he was right. You know, because moms always are. But it's, you know, and it's like, that's, that's one example of the fact that we can share our, our, our beliefs and our opinions and guidance, and we can open our heart to the people around us. But opening your heart and then being personally offended when somebody doesn't see it the same way that you do is a totally different story. And Elle and I have a very honest and open line of communication. We're always upfront and we're at the stage in our friendship, which does, which does take time to build where we know that we deserve to be honest with each other, you know, and that took us a while to get to even when the honesty is hard, like even when, you know, what we're going to say might disappoint the other one. And it doesn't mean that we always recognize that right away. Like my ex from a few years ago, this is actually a hilarious story. Elle had come down to visit me 
And we, it was like our first time meeting him. And I like was not myself throughout that entire relationship. I never was a drinker, but I drank like every weekend and that like, I was just doing things I didn't do. And we were driving to the airport. It was like six o'clock in the morning. And she like, did, we didn't really say anything. And I could just tell in her face that like, she didn't really like him, you know, that she didn't really like the relationship and that, you know, I'm sure at that moment she was thinking like, damn, she deserves so much better than this, which in hindsight I did, but she knew I wasn't ready to hear it, you know? And so it was like, she didn't give me bullshit. She didn't tell me she loved him or that it was perfect or that it was this or it was that, but it was also just like this, this silence of like, I know that you need to have your own process and I'm still going to be here to love you through that. And there's a lot of power in not sugarcoating things and not going against your beliefs to tell somebody that you think something's good when you don't, but also not allowing your judgment to get in the way of loving them. And that's what I think happens so often is we can't get past our own biases enough to understand that like, we don't have to see it the same way to love them the same way. And I think our friendship has probably been my biggest teacher in that whole thing. I just laugh at that day. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. We always, have, we always have moments going to the airport. It's probably partly depression that we're leaving each other, but all of our like little moments have been on the way to the airport. Always on the air- yeah, they have. I, yep, I can picture like three other ones, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to me too, and it goes back to the point with your mom, I never want to, I don't care for someone to be like, oh, they were right, or, you know, to make that point. But I would much rather turn around and them, or for them to turn around and say, wow, they were right, than wow, they really forced me to feel this way. Or wow, I feel like shit now because they judged me for doing that. Or, you know, whatever, whatever that might look like, it's much better on the other side of it too, to just let them naturally go through it. And I think there is a lot of learning and a lot of growing that comes with going through the process. I think, you know, one of the biggest things is, not only do you not want to force someone to feel a certain way, but I also think that that person's going to learn so much more than if you just judge them, tell them not to do it, and they actually listen. And then that's the end of it. It's like, okay, you, you might have saved a few tears in the process, or you might have helped them not get emotional throughout a relationship or something with work. But at the same time, that builds strength and that's going to help you moving forward in other things in life. So yeah. to, to do that and to hold them back is almost doing them a disservice, even though a lot of times you're doing that because you care about them and you don't want them to be hurt, but sometimes they kind of need, need to go through it. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, in the last year, I would say my, my like close friend group has gotten tighter and tighter because I just realized like, I don't have a desire to share any part of my heart with someone who I can't come to with any emotion because that's the space that I hold in return as a friend. And I'm, I'm not perfect. I never will be, but I'm just, I'm very vulnerable with everyone that I let into my world. And I, you know, will be there for you when it gets hard without second thought and not everyone is wired that way. And it took a global pandemic and, you know, the world to flip upside down, I feel like for true colors to come forward, but you know, the people that are there when shit hits the fan and life is ugly and you feel unworthy of their love, like those are the people I want to rock with because when it's good, it's real easy to love someone. It's real easy to be there for them or to cling on to their relationship or like Elle said, be invested in their life story so much that you can't talk about anything else. And what's so funny is we ask so many questions, but we rarely, very rarely ask people like, are you happy? Like, do you feel fulfilled? Like, it's like, we ask, do you have a boyfriend or do you have this job or have you done this yet? Instead of being like, is the life that you're living fulfilling you? Because that's all that actually matters. It doesn't matter if you're living by the trajectory that everyone else thinks. And, you know, I've always been such a planner and I like to have control. 
And that got robbed. I have had no idea what my business future would look like. And, you know, I fell into a relationship that was everything I didn't know that I needed and received a lot of judgment around that. There's an age difference. And, you know, it was, it was a love that definitely caught people by surprise. He's the best damn thing that's ever happened to me. And I will say that whether we spend forever together or not, like my entire heart and my entire world got flipped upside down in the best way possible. And so it's like, you know, people attach meanings to forevers or to certain outcomes or to a certain way of life instead of realizing that like we're missing the living. The living's what happens in the middle. You know, it's like it's not actually exact it's not actually about where we're going or how quickly we get there. It's like what life are you living in the middle? Are you happy? Do you feel alive? And like life's just too short for anything else. And it's I think sometimes, at least for me, because I there's definitely been periods where I've led with judgment and I didn't have the courage to like trust my feelings and to try to embody that with other people. Um, and it was because I was hiding from parts of myself. Like it's because there was parts of my own life that I was judging and it was almost like a projection onto the people in my world. And learning to be really cautious of that was hard because it it required some really deep soul searching and some deep understanding of like where my insecurities lied and how I needed to overcome those so that I wasn't making those other people's problems. And I think sometimes it's just a cue that we need to do our own work when we're so caught up in like what other people are doing or aren't doing. I I couldn't agree with all that more. <laughs> but like the living in the present, that's something that I think is so important to be cognizant of because like we've already harped on, it's so easy to think you have to go step by step and you're just looking at what's next. But you know, when you get to that next step, a lot of times you look back and you think that was a great time or that was one of my favorite memories. But when you were actually in that time, did you realize that or were you just waiting for something better? And I think I think a lot of that comes with self-awareness. And I think also on the flip side of you know, not judging someone or trying not to judge yourself. I think that next step is recognizing when someone is and being able to say, this isn't the person for me. And kind of like you said, Jenna, your your circle has gotten a lot smaller. And it's because you don't want that energy. Like you don't want to be talking to someone and you feel them bringing you down or trying to trying to take something away from you because they're judging you or they're trying to hold you back. And, and like we said, you know, sometimes it might be because they do care about you and they want, they want to protect you. But I think if you're not able to have a conversation and explain you can handle it and they're still going to try to hover or they're going to try to control you, it's really worth taking a few steps back and just recognizing where that person stands. And that doesn't mean you have to take them out of your life completely, but I don't think you need to hang on to every word or live by what they're saying, because when it comes down to it, you're the only one living your life. They have their own life to live. You don't need to sit there and try to make them happy at the same time. Yeah. And I mean, I think just reminding, I mean, I, my core group of friends, I would say like my five best friends, none of us possess the same beliefs. Like we have different, I mean, I would say our, our core values are somewhat the same, but how we interpret those are very different. And it's also understanding that like you don't, I, I think understand that there isn't just one way is the most important part of it all. And I've gotten to a place in, in those core five friendships of us being able to even just like acknowledge when one of us steps over the line, you know? And just saying like, I totally hear you and I respect so much that like, this is how you're trying to love me right now. But I need to express that like, actually what I'm needing is for you to support my process and understand that like, I have my reasons and I have my feelings and 
you know, this job or this person or this whatever, whatever it is that they're giving you advice about feels right to me right now. And sometimes it's just having the courage to vocalize that and and giving them the opportunity to do better because I do believe everybody deserves that opportunity. I mean, there are some people that are just always going to be judgmental. And I don't think that you should have space for that in your heart. But when it comes to it being like a core friend, having the conversation can be really helpful in both ways, because when you have it, then they feel they feel like they can do the same. I mean, I've had plenty of friends say like, I love how you're trying to love me right now, but hey, like this is what feels right. And all I can do is respect that, you know, and understand that, okay, they're not needing my advice. They're just needing my love. And I can always do that, whether I see it the same way as them or not. Kindness and love, like it's not mutually exclusive to that. So yeah, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with you, Elle. And I, I think too, it's just knowing to trust your feelings is the biggest thing because when you're in tune with yourself and living your life in a way that feels good for you, it doesn't have to fit a standard. It doesn't have to look traditional. It doesn't have to follow the trajectory that anybody told you that it needed to. It's like you're, you're allowed to do things that feel like you're coloring outside of the lines. In fact, I think that's the point of life. And I think we have to do that in order to write new standards because the ones that we measure ourselves and the people around us against right now are bullshit. And if anybody looks in the mirror and is honest with themselves, we all fall short of every single one. So it's like, I I just think acknowledging your own, you know, they always say like, don't throw stones when you live in a glass house, but it's, it's true. It's like, we all have things when we look in the mirror that we have to face, but yet when we're looking at someone else, we're so quick to just throw judgment and shade rather than stop and listen and love and not leave with jealousy too. Cause I feel like a lot of judgment is, is stemmed from feeling jealous or from feeling, you know, which has happened to all of us, you know, when something happens for someone in your world that hasn't happened for you yet, you know, it's like, can you love them anyway? And I just, I think all of that just comes down to understanding that love has to happen first so that the jealousy and the judgment can. Yeah. And I, I was actually just going to say that basically like when you, when you judge someone or you, or jealous or whatever that looks like a lot of times it's something going on with the person looking back at you in the mirror like it's 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 you you know you're not like I've never seen someone that's genuinely happy and doing everything they want to be doing worried about what Joe down the road's doing unless they're just genuinely worried about their well-being a lot of times if you're doing good you don't you're not trying to feed off of negativity you're just looking at the good things in life. So if there's people that are sending negativity to you, or there's things that you can just tell their intentions might not be fully right, a lot of times it's coming from something within themselves. And I think, you know, just being aware of that is really all that you need to do. I don't think you need to really, I mean, unless you feel close enough with them that you can kind of talk to them and see if they're open to recognizing that. But otherwise, I think just be aware and don't and don't let yourself get caught up in it. Because a lot of times you really are just getting forced into their negative stuff rather than actually doing anything that's not going to put you in the right direction. Yeah, and I think go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think just open mindedness in general is so important to have throughout everything. Yeah. And I mean, obviously my like, my sassy approach to this is if they're so invested in your own business, it's a compliment because they (laughs) want to know so much about your life that they can't get the hell out of it. But I also, I also think that it's really important to make sure that you're leading that way too, because it's easy to be like, this person is so judgmental or so jealous. And so just having the courage to take the honest look in the mirror and be like, how am I showing up through this friendship? Like, am I showing up with this energy? And that's why that's what's being returned or am I staying in this toxic energy because I don't really know how to let go of the friendship, but it's not actually serving me. And we're going to evolve and change and friendships kind of fall off as that happens. But 
I think just understanding really the whole point of this episode was to tell you all that there, there isn't one way and anybody in your life is trying to telling you how to love or how to live or how to work. You know, I think understanding where that's stemming from getting honest with yourself and then having the courage to walk away from people who, who can't honor that part of you is how we're going to begin to shift out of these subconscious ways of existing and into actually finding what's in alignment and loving who, who we want to love and doing what we want to do with our lives and understanding that it's not about it looking like this picture perfect storybook because so often those picture perfect looks on the outside are so broken on the inside. And so it's like striving for something that is just about the destination without focusing on how it feels. It's just going to end up feeling really unfulfilled and empty in the end when that's our goal because nothing in life is storybook. It wasn't, it wasn't written to be that way. Mic drop. Mic drop. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah, this was, this was just on our mind. I feel like both of us have had a lot happen over the last year. We've both made some untraditional decisions that have brought us wild happiness. So we just want to encourage you to, to do the same. And also just remind you that, you know, no one knows your life, your heart, your world better than you. And so at the end of the day, yes, take advice. Yes, love the people around you, but also don't let it ever be louder than your own intuition. So thanks for being here this week. Any last words, Elle? No. (laughs) Stay true to you. And yeah, yeah. Just keep an open mind with everyone else and always have grace. But yeah. Grace, 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 grace. Such a big word. Yes. (laughs) All right, y'all. We will see you next week. Thanks so much for being here.